Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another podcast player review Uh, We're just moving right down the line alphabetically. So next up is Willie Cauley-Stein. Very odd year for Cauley-Stein. Very odd year for everyone on the Warriors, really. And Cauley-Stein was certainly one of those names. So the Warriors signed him over the offseason. It was his first year out of Sacramento after after spending his four, first four years with the Kings. I think there are always some uh, levels of optimism that maybe a player who has spent their whole career on a dysfunctional organization like Sacramento might magically start to put things together once they're in a situation that's a little bit more functional and and a better position for them to succeed. Uh, so Warriors fans were understandably a little excited about the signing, especially since the team had essentially no money to spend in free agency and were able to get him for just a hair over the veterans minimum, which is really all they could give him. Um, and the team desperately needed someone of his stature. You know, they no longer had Zaza Pachulia or JaVale McGee or David West or Andrew Bogut or DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, So many veteran, proven, reliable senders had come through the Warriors' doors during their dynastic run, and they needed at least someone who was a proven 20 to 25 minutes a night, not going to be a negative impact, not going to be a liability. Uh, And that's, that's what they brought him in for is they really didn't have anything else other than Kavon Looney. Um, and Looney had still never played that big of a role before, obviously has had uh, a fair share of health concerns even prior to what turned out to be a difficult season for him. Uh, so Holly Stein really, when the Warriors signed him, even though it felt like they had gotten a steal signing him, it also felt like a necessity that they needed someone who they could give reliable minutes to. Uh, and they signed him to a two-year deal, but with a player option for the second year. Uh, I think the consensus was always that he would try to build up his value a little bit more with the Warriors in that first year of that deal. He did mention, however, that he had more lucrative offers on the table and had wanted to come to Golden State where he could be in a better situation, develop, have a chance to play in the playoffs for the first time. And so it seemed like a very good fit. It got off to a difficult start with him severing an injury um, right at the start of training camp and essentially missing the entire preseason and um, a chunk of games at the beginning of the year. And then... He got onto the court finally, and here's what he did. 
he played 41 games, 37 starts, uh, just under 23 minutes a night. Uh, he averaged 7.9 points, 6.2 rebounds, 1.5 assists, and some really good per game defensive stats, 1.1 steals and 1.2 blocks per game. Uh, shot 56% from the field, 61.4% on free throws. Um, did not attempt a three-pointer. Obviously, that's not um, a part of his game. And, you know, before we get into his play, the things he he did well or did not do well, is kind of hard not to feel bad for him for the for the season he had. Um, you know, spent four years on, on that Sacramento team that is just a pile of dysfunction year in and year out, never really having any stability, never having any chance to play on a team that was actually good. And then he joins the Warriors with visions of them being a successful team and making a deep playoff run. And obviously between Steph Curry's injury and everything just going off the rails, that didn't happen. And the Warriors end up being one of the worst teams in the league or the worst team in the league. Uh, And then prior to the deadline, the Warriors trade him to the Dallas Mavericks. And for the second time in the year, he gets to start fresh with a team that's hoping to make a deep playoff run. And now it seems like he's going to have a chance to play in the playoffs for the first time. Then the coronavirus comes around, uh, suspends the season before that happens. And now the season is restarting and the Mavericks are headed to Orlando where they will be a playoff team and, and quite possibly big players in the Western Conference playoff picture. And Kali Stein, who is expecting the birth of his child sometime in the next few weeks, is understandably opting out of the season rather than playing. Um, So obviously, congratulations to him, first and foremost, the birth of a child much more uh, exciting and important than uh, finishing the season or getting, getting a taste of the playoffs. But uh, hard not to feel a little bad for him that on two separate occasions here, it seemed like he was finally in a good situation, playing for a good team, getting the chance to play meaningful games for the first time in his career. And then both of those opportunities kind of evaporated. So tough year. Um, it'd be interesting to see what happens to him next year. If he exercises that player option and test free agency, or if he, returns to the Mavericks for that that modest, again, just above the, the veterans' minimum deal and and tries to make another run next to Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis and, and that very good team that they have in Dallas. Um, so one funny note, the Warriors traded him for a 2020 second-round pick. Um, it is Utah's pick that Utah had traded to Dallas, or there might have even been, might have even gone somewhere first before it went to Dallas. Second round picks just, it's completely a game of musical chairs with them. Um, so the Warriors got Utah's 2020 second round pick to replace the fact that they had gotten rid of their own 2020 second round pick. And then a few weeks later, the Warriors made a trade with Philly 
sending Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson the third there. And in it, they received Dallas's 2020 second round pick. So the Mavericks didn't have their own second round pick to trade to the Warriors, but the Warriors ended up getting the Mavericks second round pick somewhere else in addition to Utah's from Dallas. So they do have two second round picks now for the upcoming draft. Um, though I wouldn't be surprised to see if they uh, get rid of at least one of those since they had three rookies last year and are probably not looking to add three more rookies under contract in the coming year. Anyway, back to Kali Stein, since this is about him. Um, Warriors fans had pretty high expectations. He had put up good numbers with the Kings, good per game stats, um, 9.6 points, 6.3 rebounds uh, in his career with the Kings, uh, including, you know, the years where he had really gotten heavy play, like the year before he came to the Warriors, he had averaged 11.9 points and 8.4 rebounds. Uh, so the Warriors had, fans had, had very high expectations for him. And, I don't want to say he disappointed because I don't think that's quite fair to him. But ultimately, that is kind of what happened if you just take at face value how the fans felt. Um, fans were were pretty disappointed in the season he had. Um, a few weeks ago, I ran an article where I was handing out you know, make-believe awards to the Warriors for the year. And included polls to see how the fan base was feeling, asking you know who who the fans would vote for for each of these hypothetical awards, and one of them was most disappointing player, uh, which I believe I gave to Draymond Green. But thirty eight percent of of the readers who who voted on the poll selected Willie Cauley Stein as the team's most disappointing player of the season. Um, that was far and away the leading vote getter. So that surprised me. A little bit. I know his per game stats weren't great, um, but the situation obviously was not good either. And I thought that he actually played pretty well. Maybe not as well as some people's expectations, but I think that's a little bit more a reflection of those expectations than of his actual play. Um, you know, he wasn't very good offensively, he didn't really provide all that much. Uh, he had a 57.3% true shooting percentage, which is marginally better than league average, but for a center is certainly lower than you want it to be. So he didn't really do much on that end of the court. Um, sometimes the ball stopped a little bit when it got to him. Sometimes he just didn't seem like he knew what he was supposed to do or even what he wanted to do. Uh, but he was still functional. You know, I think he was a below average offensive player but not a a liability per se. Um, but I thought he was quite good defensively. Um, you know, I, I referenced those per game defensive stats, even though per game defensive stats aren't a very good measure of someone's defensive ability. I think they do tell the case in, for him. He was active defensively, um, didn't always have great instincts, but did a really good job using his size, his length, his athleticism um, really was did a good job of just disrupting plays and disrupting players, um, making making teams and players uncomfortable. Even if he wasn't necessarily having a highlight defensive play, he just kept people in situations where they weren't particularly comfortable. 
Um, to that end, he graded out very well defensively in the advanced metrics, which still not as trustworthy as advanced metrics for offense, but certainly more trustworthy than steals or blocks per game. Um, and, and things like player impact plus minus real plus minus box plus minus, et cetera, all rated him as, as a good defensive player this year. Um, and for that matter, he graded out as the third best warriors player, not just defensively, but in total impact, he, he graded out as the third best Warriors player uh, by player impact plus minus, which is you know one of the top plus minus based advanced metrics. Uh, he trailed only Damian Lee and Draymond Green on the Warriors and was well above most most players on the team. Finished 134th in the league, which you know isn't going to get you All Star votes, but I think is indicative of a player who who had a fine season. Um, so I think he disappointed, but I think that is a reflection of what people were expecting of him as opposed to how he actually played because he, he played he played fine. Um, it is a bummer that Steph Curry got hurt in the fourth game of the year. I think with Colley Stein being, you know, seven feet tall, hyper athletic, very long, he always projected offensively to have his best moments be rim running in the pick and roll, flying high and catching lobs, kind of similar to how we saw JaVale McGee thrive for many years in the Warrior system. Uh, and we never really got to see that opportunity with Colley Stein. Um, obviously, Curry got injured early, and it just wasn't quite D'Angelo Russell's game to be doing that, even though Russell had plenty of assists. He doesn't have the gravity Curry has. He doesn't have that pick and roll lob playmaking ability that Curry has. Uh, and the offense just wasn't functioning well. So there wasn't really the room. So, you know, in an alternate reality, would love to see Colley Stein get that chance again um, to play alongside Curry and see if they could develop some chemistry and certainly some highlight plays. Um, but instead, maybe we'll get to see him with Luka Doncic again next year. As for his future with the Warriors, you know, it seemed like the team liked him. It seemed like a lot of the players liked him. So maybe somewhere down the road, you might see a reunion. But uh, for now, for the Warriors, it's clear that they need to replace him in some form or fashion. Um, the only centers they have under contract going into next year are Kevon Looney, who has enormous question marks surrounding his health. Alan Smilagic, who has uh, enormous question marks surrounding his ability. And Marquise Chris, who, while impressing a little bit this year, still is not proven as a starting center for a good team. Um, so they need to go get someone like a Willie Cauley-Stein. It probably won't be Willie Cauley-Stein, but uh, they do need to find a way to replace him with someone who offers similar things that he brought to the table. Um, and with a healthy Curry, knock on wood, a healthy Clay Thompson, knock on wood, a healthy Draymond Green, knock on wood, uh, a player in Kali Stein's ilk would potentially thrive and help the Warriors uh, get back to the top of the West's elite. 
so that was that was Collie Stein's season. Congratulations um, to him on on the upcoming birth of his child. I, I don't believe his child has been born yet. I think it think the baby is due later in this month. So congratulations in advance, um, and look forward to him getting back on the court and hopefully making the playoffs wherever he plays next season.